It is the near future, and the justice system as you know it is no more, no courtrooms, no attorneys. Aided only by an interactive crime-solving network, a human counsel will have just 30 minutes to examine a murder case, then hand an immediate death sentence to one of three suspects. Either justice will prevail, or an innocent person pays the price. Hello, I am Jessica. Welcome to Rooster Teeth's Murder Room. Welcome to a new age of law where justice must move faster than ever. This council is convened to try a murder case where one of three suspects will be convicted and sentenced all at once. I am John Reisinger, the foreman for today's proceeding, and this is your council for today. We have Bernie Burns, Ashley Jenkins, Hannah McCarthy, and Devin Finn. Welcome, council. Please prepare to convict a killer. So that was Jessica. Right. Jessica <laughs> is a crime-solving <laughs> network. Uh, Jessica can predict the killer in a case to a 99.2% accuracy, but new law still says humans must be tried by humans, and that's why you all are here. Uh, as you deliberate, Jessica will add your questions and revelations to her data. After your verdict is recorded and carried out, we will learn who Jessica has calculated to be guilty of the murder. Now, here is your case. This is case number 1453C. A fisherman arrives at a watering hole on the private ranch of a friend. Instead of jumping fish, he finds his buddy's empty blue pickup. Keys are gone and fishing gear still sits along the shoreline. The next morning, the body of our victim is found in the water at the other end of the pond. Missing from the victim's ranch house is a safe rumored to contain gold coins inherited from his mother and father. The gold was last insured at $62,000. Cause of death, blunt force trauma to the forehead. There were also splinters of wood found in the wound. Let's meet our victim. Our victim is Mason. He's 58 years old, retired rancher, army veteran, widower, and known as generally a grumpy old man. So Jessica, can you tell the council who you have determined to be the top three suspects in this case? Here are your three suspects. Gilbert, the victim's youngest brother, an employed alcoholic, lives with youngest daughter. The victim's oldest brother, Jim, manager of a local retail store, recovering gambler, seen on surveillance video inside a local casino six months ago. And suspect number three. Leo, the victim's only son, works two jobs at a convenience store, and as a ranch hand for his father, lives in trailer on father's land. I have assembled motives for each suspect on my tracker board. Perfect. Let's take a look at each person's motive. So, Gilbert claims mother left a portion of the gold coins to him, but the will stated otherwise. Jim says parents left coins to victim after Jim developed a gambling problem. And Leo recently found out victim changed will, leaving coins to veterans charity instead of him. The motive all centers around the coins. Yes. So Seems to be the, uh, the motivation. For two, two brothers. Feel like they should have gotten the coins. Their middle brother got it. It's always the middle kid, always mm -hmm. causing trouble. I'm stuff. a middle child. We are you? Yeah. They, well. There you go. There you go. Rest always doesn't mean anything. Well. There you go. Gold. You have any gold coins on you? No, I don't have any gold coins on me. But all thank right. you for asking. This is a good. This is, a, this is all about asking questions. Okay. Uh, let's see the timeline of everyone's whereabouts. On Wednesday night, the victim was last seen in his truck by police around 8 p.m. At 8 a.m., a fisherman arrives at Mason's Ranch and finds Mason's truck by the pond and fishing gear abandoned near the edge of the water. Now let's look at the first suspect. Around 7 p.m. Wednesday, a driver sees Gilbert walking down a road in the middle of town. At 10.30, Gilbert arrives at the Crooked Crow where his daughter is the bartender. 
According to his daughter, she takes Gilbert home at 2.30 in the morning after the bar closes. The next morning she leaves and heads to her day job. She admits she did not see Gilbert that morning. Gilbert wakes up at 10.30 with no memory of the night before. Now, according to our second suspect, Jim, he leaves work at 9.30 on Wednesday night. He drives through the burger box for his weekly Wednesday night special and heads home. At 11.30, Jim leaves his apartment for some beer and a quart of oil at the stop and shop where he sees Leo. Leo and Jim chat. Jim then heads home around midnight. The next morning, according to Jim, he leaves his house around 8 for an 8.30 doctor's appointment. At 11, as Jim heads to work, Leo calls him to say Mason is missing. Around 6.30 Wednesday night, the victim's son, Leo, arrives at the apartment of his estranged wife, Julia. They have dinner and watch a movie before he heads to work at the Stop and Shop at 10 p.m. At 6 a.m. the next morning, Leo says he leaves work and stops at Julia's again, this time for breakfast and a short nap, and realizes he has left his paycheck at the store. He goes back, then heads home. Around 8.30, Leo arrives at the ranch. He notices the fisherman and Mason's truck by the pond. Leo goes into his trailer, showers, then walks over to talk with his father. When Mason is nowhere to be found, Leo calls the police. So this is how the council will work. The three suspects are in custody right now. Mm -hmm. Each suspect has elements such as physical evidence, statements, or people willing to talk to us by phone. Um, as you guys focus, on a suspect, those elements will be unlocked for you. Um, uh, keep time in mind as you do your investigation. You have 30 minutes and 30 minutes 30 does minutes. run down very fast. Whoa. Um, so you will, I, I almost guarantee you run out of time. When does our clock start? Um, the clock will start in a second. Okay. Uh, your first objective is to decide which suspect uh, you want to put on the back burner. Uh, you can bring them back uh, at any time, and, and but you must completely exonerate one of the first two that you were questioning. Uh, he will then be released back into the general public and will not be uh, available for convicting. So, initial thoughts. I mean, the son has the strongest, uh, the strongest motive because there was a recent change, mm -hmm. and that was that he found out that he changed his will. Sounds like the mother thing has been a long time ago, so sure, simmering resentment, but why would it have escalated? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, also, uh, thing I noticed right away is Gilbert. Uh, he's the uh, youngest brother, the alcoholic. 10.30 uh, p.m., he's the one who has no memory of what took place. 10.30 yep. p.m., G Gilbert arrives at the Crooked Crow drunk where daughter bartends. So he was drunk before he showed up at the bar where he drinks. Mm -hmm. Then he goes with his daughter home. She makes him breakfast, but doesn't see him the next morning. Yeah, he has no alibi for the morning. He's got, a lot, he's got the right. biggest holes, yeah. I think, in, in his gaps. timeline. Gilbert has the most holes in his timeline. Yep. yep. Leo has the most obvious motive. Uh, but Leo and Jim also have a relationship, and yep. Jim is a, a, a gambler, a recovering gambler, recovering and gambler. that is always a dangerous, he dangerous could, thing. Yes. Yeah, he could owe money. Both Gilbert and Jim have more issues than Leo, the alcoholism, the gambling, so... Leo seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders, for the yeah. most part. <laughs> uh, I think Leo as well, I want to point out, Mason was last seen alive at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Leo then arrives at Stop and Shop for work at 10 p.m., so his only window is 8 to 10. That's right, yeah. He's at work all the way until 6 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys have some, uh, some ideas, okay. some questions you want to do, so let's go ahead and like make a, a vote. We're going to do majority rules. I'm just going to go ahead and go to the line. Raise your hand for Gilbert to, uh, to put him on the back burner. Nope. Jim on the back burner? Suspect. Leo on the back burner. Put, I put Leo All right, majority of rules are putting Leo on the back burner. Jessica, please put him on there for now. 
Congratulations, Leo. The suspect Leo. is now on hold, and I will begin the 30-minute timer. You're welcome, Leo. Okay, so our uh, first objective is to pick who we want to question first. Do we want to focus on Gilbert or do we want to focus on Jim? So Gilbert has the most holes in his story. Okay. But Jim having the gambling well, problem. What up here in both? Why don't we just get a statement from Jim? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jim. We got Jim, and we want to start off with Jim's statement. Yes. All right, According Jessica. to a server at the Burger Box, Jim was seen Wednesday evening sitting in his car crying on the phone. I checked his phone records and the call was from his doctor. According to the server, Jim left in a hurry after finishing his meal. Then uh, I will go ahead and read that out. We have a statement from Leona, who is an owner of a local grocery store. She's known the family for 60 years, um, a staple of the community. Um, first off, I will give you uh, a statement she had on Mason, the victim, so that gives information on him specifically. Um, she's the one who said he's what you would call a grumpy old man, not nice to strangers or honestly anyone in general. He was, however, good to veterans. He volunteer, volunteered time at the nearby VA hospital. He spent his time there uh, and fishing at a pond near his small ranch. He often took veterans there to fish to calm their PTSD. Um, so, since we're focused on Jim, I'll tell you Leona's statement on Jim. Uh, he was known as the nicest of the three brothers, married for 15 years until he lost his job due to a gambling problem. He had to sell his home and car to pay debts. Jim uh, told Leona once, uh, he once asked Mason for one coin to get him on his feet. Mason told him to lie in the bed he made for himself. Mm. The two never spoke Whoa. after oh that. Oh my gosh. So, um, you guys can uh, ask about some personal items that we have from Jim's. We have a caller, um, plenty of uh, questions. You can ask uh, Jessica some questions about Jim. You can deliberate as you need. Do we want to hear uh, Leona's statement about Gilbert while we're doing it? Just to get yeah, more let's back. hear yeah. both statements. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we'll go ahead to, Gil uh, to Gilbert's statement. Uh, he became the town drunk after catching his wife in an affair. Gilbert was always his mother's favorite. His mother gave him everything while their father made life tough for the three brothers. Mason had to take the brunt of their father's hand while Gilbert got away with more because of their mother. Got it. Sounds like Gilbert's father determined who got the coins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And the inheritance. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Okay. Statement. So what, what, what are we thinking at this point? Uh, we, so we have the information that the caller that he got at the burger box was Jim's doctor? Yeah, we have, a, we have Jim's doctor on the line. Oh, we do? That if oh. you would like to question Jim's doctor, okay. we can do that. Um, you can question him as much as you want. Uh, I just keep in mind that you need to watch your time. And we we also have all of our suspects on the line as well. Oh. You can talk to them, have questions. So when you think you have some idea of some questions that would help you with the investigation, mm -hmm. I would uh, utilize that. Are you guys okay before we talk to them, we get all the like the other things, like the personal items, so we know what to ask? Get yes. all the info out first? Yeah. I think that's Absolutely. smart. Okay, yeah. then I'll, I'll go ahead and give you uh, the personal item for, for Jim. Got it. Um, this is Jim's evidence. Oh. Oh. It's uh, here. And you guys uh, can uh, handle this as you wish. Um, we have taken copies of this, and uh, you guys can uh, search through it as much as you want. But these, uh, these were, uh, this is a uh, case from Jim's nightstand. Case from Jim's nightstand. So it's so got you can hand out and his probably wallet. A, wallet? Uh, spread out the uh, investigative. Oh, he's got some money. This is for you. That's nice mm. you gave that. <laughs> it is. To Devin. Oh, wow. Miss right. you. The other stuff in here is a paper clip. A lot of heart-based stuff in here. God and then a penny. So what's this the, is Jim's? You can also, if you see anything that is suspicious, well, he was we can said to be send the that nicest. off for test uh, via Jessica. Just FYI. He's got a salon uh, card yeah. in here. 
But what do we think? What do we think that adds to to his? Is case? he dating? He likes to treat himself. I don't know. Could it's be good. That. Could That's be, or he could be dating someone. Uh, is that like a corsage? Corsage. A boutonniere. Or a boutonniere. Yeah. One of the two. Yep. The question is, who does it belong to? So yeah, I'm. You know, we could do tests on it for a mother. His mother. Look, he's so not busy. married. Is he just pocketing money at this point? No, nope, I'm just seeing what he's got. There's yes. money in there? Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, his motive's falling apart. He had he's got, how much? He's got, 20, he's got 20, 20 bucks. He's got 20, 20 bucks. Fives. $20. Specifically right. in fives, though. What do, you guys, what do you guys think about uh, talking to Jim at this point? Oh, man. I, I definitely have questions for Jim. You so. got questions, okay. Yeah, for I got, sure. a, well, I got a picture we, here, too, though. Ooh, uh, this, okay. this was in the wall. Before we talk to Oh my gosh, time is going so fast. Are we able to talk to Jim's doctor? We can we can talk to both. We have we have Jim and Jim's doctor. Jim. Jim. Okay. Uh, Who would you rather talk to? Let's first? let's stick with Jim since we're on Jim's stuff. Yeah. All right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't we talk to uh, Jim's doctor first? Okay. Yeah. Jessica, would you get Jim's doctor on the line? Um, I want to remind you guys. You guys can ask him any question that you want, uh, but you are burning time as you oh, ask God. the question. Okay? I'll get the doctor on the phone. This is. A, is this doctor bound doctor. by like HIPAA? Yeah. Right. Stuff in well, the future. I think this is. HIPAA actually does not the current time. HIPAA doesn't apply. Sorry. Doctor Banner on the line. Criminal court. All right. Uh, hello. Hello there. Hi. Uh, how, how can I help? Uh, we um, yeah, we had some questions. We the first to you about. and most important question is when you called Jim and he was crying. What specifically did you tell him that upset him? Oh goodness, that's a bit of a loaded question. Uh, short version, I guess, is I've been seeing him to talk about treatment for some stage two prostate cancer, and uh, I received some test results that reveal that has actually progressed to a stage three. Stage three. Uh, doctor, can I ask you a question? Did he have health insurance? Um, I cannot talk about his insurance situation, but he was in contact with our business manager to be uh, begin conversations about payment options for his treatment going forward. They were working out options for payment of the treatment? Yes. In your professional medical opinion, is uh, prostate cancer treatment expensive? Most cancer treatments are pretty expensive just by nature of how delicate they are. Okay. Would $60,000 be enough to cover the treatment? Good question. Uh, at this moment, I would like to think that would be enough to cover it, yes. Okay. And how imminent was his treatment? Uh, was he about to begin it? Uh, he was going to begin it as soon as he and our, and our business manager came to an agreement on okay. what his coverage would look like. Okay. Last question for me. How long can you live with prostate cancer untreated? Untreated? There's a, it's, there's so many other factors in there. I can't really give you a straight answer on that. But Maybe a couple of years. Stage depends three. on how, how aggressive it becomes. It, it, was, it was an impending, I think, diagnosis. So it was pretty like crucial. That. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Are we... Anna, thoughts? Did he, had he started any payments at this point? Uh, no, because we hadn't actually agreed on a final plan yet. So we were, he was still figuring out what he might be able to do and had expressed concerns over how he would try to pay for the different options. Okay. Has, has, had, has Jim had any trouble paying for uh, treatments in the past for, uh, for any of his doctor's visits for a stage two cancer? Um, not as far as I'm concerned, but I'm also new in town. I've only started seeing him about six months ago, so we don't have too much of a history to go off of on that. Months ago. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Great. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so clear motive being established. Yeah. And Something. also a escalation. A scathing statement about the American medical system. <laughs> it is. It is, and we can put that on trial later. It's a shame uh, that hasn't gotten better. What? What if? <laughs> what if we talk to Jim at this point? It seems like you guys have a lot of information that you might be able to use as uh, questions for Jim. Yeah. Uh, what do we think about that? Yeah, but do we want to go to Gilbert with the items and see if there's something we discover before yeah. we talk to Jim? To see yep. if anything yeah. links up. Yep, Can yep, we yep. get him on the phone twice? 
Do uh, want to with time? One, I'm going I'm to limit you to trying to get him on phone once because you need you, you've got a lot to get through, and so I'd, I'd gather all your questions all at once. Okay, okay, so we got the statement about Jim and the statement about Mason. Do we have the statement about Gilbert yet? We don't, right? Yeah, I read the statement. We did. About we Gilbert. got the wife had an affair. He was right, mom's right. favorite. Thank Mason you. Mason took the brunt. Do you want to see his father. personal item? Yeah, yeah let's, let's see, uh, the let's see his Gilbert's item. personal item. Okay. Do we feel like so there's anything to while clean? While he's getting that out, this yeah. picture is yeah, the from carriage. their favorite Christmas, and it looks like a kid is by themselves, kind of left out of the rest of the group. Okay. So, okay. So we have another uh, disassociated uh, uh, case from Gilbert's. Uh, uh, we have this is okay. from Gilbert's nightstand. Okay. So Gilbert with we can assume Gilbert and his mother. I think more I'll photos. Yeah. By all uh, means, if you have any very specific questions, we can ask Gilbert. Jessica. Jessica is there for use. Did we ever find out uh, Gilbert doesn't have? Do we know if Gilbert had a wife or anything, or is that his mom also? Uh, Gilbert, he well, he became an alcoholic uh, when Go what is it, his wife? Walk. Yeah, his had wife passed away. She's wife also passed away. yeah passed away now. We've got uh, like press penny. We've got a little tiny little uh, lock, tiniest of locks. Um, Most of it seems like junk. this is just well, you never know. Man, it's uh, the relationship with the mom and Gilbert seems to be like this is too gilly. Love Melinda. I'm assuming Melinda. We should ask is. what the mom's name. The mother. Is. But, yeah. yeah. But why would she put her name this? instead of yeah. mom, mom if it was to her son? Right. Be the ex potentially. Yeah. Does he have an ex? Jessica, uh, do we Gilbert know? does. Yeah. Here, uh, she cheated on him. Yeah. Oh, Jessica, do we know Jessica. who is in this photo? And do we know the name of the mother? If so, we would love that information. Photo is of Melinda, Gilbert's ex-wife. This is ex-wife. Okay. Ex okay. Yeah. Ex-wife. Gotcha. That's his ex-wife. Melinda. Uh, tiny, tiny lock, a broken bracelet, which... Why don't we get someone else on the phone? Yeah, why don't we get Great. somebody else on the phone? I'm, I'm, I mean, aside from the relationship with the mother, I'm not really feeling like... Why don't There's... we talk to Jim next? Okay. Or do you want to talk to Gilbert? Gilbert. Or Jim? Uh, Gilbert. We haven't talked to you, Jim, yet. But is there anything from this we want to question? Why don't since up? you guys are focusing so much on Jim's case, why don't you round out Jim's yeah. case by yeah. talking to Jim? Yeah, let's call right, Jim. We can follow yeah. up on All stuff All the information with is fresh in your mind, and you yeah. can talk yeah. to him. Okay. So yeah. let's, Jessica, good. let's get Jim on the line at this point. I'll get Jim Trust. on the line. All right, Jim. Hey. All right. Any questions? Fire hey. away. Hey, Jim. Bad day. Uh. Well, I'm in a. I'm, I'm like sitting in a room. So yeah. So, Jim, we have a few questions about the death of your father, Mason. No, yeah, sure. Brother, brother, brother. It's brother. My brother. Sorry, brother. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. All right. So, uh, Jim, we understand that you were seen uh, the night that uh, your brother was murdered uh, or was killed. Uh, we saw that we heard that you were outside of a burger box and you were crying. Can you talk a little bit about that? Why were you crying on the phone? Uh, well, I, um, I, I had gotten. Uh, I'm just uh, having a bit of a some some problems uh, that are kind of of a personal nature, and uh, I, I didn't intend for anybody to see me cry. I was just going to get a burger and uh, pick up a burger, and and you know, and I thought I was by myself. I guess I let my guard down. Was kind of thinking some thoughts about some things going on in my personal life, and uh, and I guess I got a little sad. I don't know. Jim, I understand you're a recovering gambler. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that, that, that is correct. I, I did have a gambling problem for a while. And were you seen in the casino six months ago? We have surveillance footage of you in a casino six months ago. Um, look, um, it, you know, gambling is a, is a horrible addiction. It's like any other addiction that you can think you've got it licked and then, it, and then it's not. And uh, it can come back and so you're always a, something of an addict and it's definitely not one of my prouder moments that I, that I kind of fell off the wagon and uh, went to a casino. I guess if you got a picture of it, that uh, that was of interest for you. But uh, but to, you know, 
I haven't been back since, so that that's what I've you know I've been trying to keep on the straight and narrow. Jim, do you currently have any outstanding gambling debts? Gambling debts? I, I don't have any gambling debts. I you know I I play um, you know I play blackjack. I play uh, I play dice and stuff, craps, and uh, so it's not uh, it's not the kind of situation where I've got debts outstanding or anything like that. You know I settle up right there at the casino. And now, what's your relationship uh, with Mason like? Or what was it like? Well, I mean, Mason's always, you know, he was kind of a, always had to have the last word, always kind of had to be the, the one in charge, even though, you know, I'm the older brother, but uh, he always kind of got his way uh, when it came to stuff. What about Gilbert? Do you feel like your mom favored Gilbert? <laughs> Gilbert's a real mama's boy, you know. Uh, he was always the baby of the family. He's still the baby of the family. He was coddled and stuff. But then things got real weird, you know, when uh, all this mess with uh, with uh, Melinda and uh, and and everything. You know about Melinda, right? Right. Now, why don't you tell us about Melinda? She's uh, Gilbert's ex, right? Yeah, and then she stepped out with Gilbert. Um, when 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 uh, Mason's wife died, um, and then and then she uh, she got together with Mason, and it just smashed the whole family apart. So um, yeah, and it really I'll tell you, you know, Gilbert had always been kind of soft, and then that that situation really tipped him over into the edge to drinking more. Um, it really broke up, you know, broke him up, broke up the whole family. So and when did Gilbert find out about that? Well. So Mason's wife died, and uh, and that's you know that's when that happened, and then uh, you know a few months after, you know she's being the nice sister-in-law, and and then it was about a year after I'd say that's when Gilbert found out. So it's a it's about a year ago. It sounds like it's it's some time ago that this was discovered. About four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. A year after the wife's death. Yeah, that's that's right. And can you tell me what your relationship is with uh, like with uh, Mason's son Leo? Yeah. Oh, I, I like Leo a lot. He's a good kid. Um, I think, you know, we both have, uh, we were kind of the, the, as the boy, the eldest boy, we both had that kind of strained relationship with our fathers and we kind of bonded over that. So, uh, yeah, Leo and I always got along real good. What did you um, talk to Leo about on the, on the Wednesday evening that you bumped into him outside of, I believe it was the Stop and Shop? Oh yeah, I was uh, stopped by. I got some, uh, got some oil and such. Uh, he, Leo came out. Um, I, you know, I mean, we see each other pretty regularly, so I don't recall exactly what we talked about. It was just kind of, you know, hey, how are you? Catch you later. Uh, good to see you. How, how are things? Jim, know. did he tell you that he had recently discovered that his father planned to donate the coins to a veterans organization? No. no. What? No, I had, I, he didn't say anything about anything about coins or anything like that. Okay. Okay, we're at less than 15 yeah, minutes. If yep. you guys have final questions, I would advise you to have them. Otherwise, I'd I say let's let Jim go. No more questions from me. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, thank you. I hope you, hope you get to the bottom of it. <laughs> thank you, Jim. Um, okay, so like I said, we're actually below oh 14 minutes. Oh you guys, uh, okay. we still got some uh, information so from Gilbert to, to discuss, and we haven't even uh, uh, entertained the idea of Leo yet if you wanted to get to Leo. So let's start <laughs> picking our and using our time particularly. Okay, okay let's right. uh, talk to Gilbert and ask some yes. questions about yes. Leo so that we can find out if yes. we want to bring him back in. Perfect. So we want to uh, talk to Gilbert. Yeah, yes. Yes. Gilbert. Jessica, can yes. we get I'll Gilbert? I'll place the calls. Please hold. 
do like toxicology or figure Hello? Out. All right, Gilbert Gilbert's on. on the phone for you. There we go. Any questions for Gilbert? Fire away. Hi, Gilbert. Uh, can you? Uh, we have a picture here from you from Christmas in 1962. Who is the woman in the photo with you? Uh, I can't see what you're looking at. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's probably uh, that's probably my mama. With glasses and red hair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, can you tell us uh, how would you describe your relationship with Mason? Uh. Well, Mason is a—he's a hard fellow to like, quite frankly. And you can ask anybody in town about that. And uh, you know, we—we we were not close. We—I uh, mean, my my wife Melinda left me for him. Um, and yeah, relationship is strained. We did not—I haven't seen him since Melinda's funeral, as a matter of fact. So, he's a heartless son of a bitch. Gilbert, I have a couple small questions for you. Um, one, do you own a vehicle? No, I do not. So you get around mostly by walking or getting a ride from someone? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, because Mason is your brother, I assume you've possibly walked over there before. Can you estimate about how long it would take you to get from your house to Mason's ranch by foot? Uh, probably around. 20 minutes. Okay, so not long. Gilbert, can you tell us where you were between 7 p.m. on Wednesday evening and when you arrived at the Crooked Crow at 10.30? Uh, well, I sort of wander around. Okay. Uh, you know, there ain't, ain't much going on with me right now, and so... Uh, yeah, is the Crooked Crow the place where you usually drink? Yeah, yeah, my daughter Jenna works there, and, uh, so you know. people who saw you showing up at 10.30 at the Crooked Crow reported you as being already drunk. How would that be if that's where you go to drink? Well, it's not the only place you can drink in town. You know, I mean, I, sometimes I'll get a bomber from the, you know, from the stop and shop and just walk around, see friends around. You know, I have a few here and there. And it sort of adds up over time. So it, I, I can't exactly tell you what I was what I was drinking that night. Can you tell us what you were doing after 9 a.m. on Thursday morning after your daughter made you breakfast? Uh, I, I was I was asleep. Were you alone? Like were you at your daughter's house? Yeah, yeah. When did you leave that house? Uh, I woke up at 10:30, and uh... okay. Do you guys have any other questions? Well, let me just ask you this. Do you know of any reason why anyone would want to kill Mason? Well, yeah, I mean, he was, he was real hard. He's real hard and on Jim. Jim and him, uh, you know, they couldn't be in the same room after, you know, without coming to blows for a while. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't like him none. I ain't seen him in years. Um, Mason was very hard to get along with. Ten minutes remain. 
Thank you. Yep. All right. All right. Thank you, Gilbert. Uh, before we uh, move on to anything else, is I wanted to ask if there's anything you guys wanted to ask Jessica about the crime scene or the body or anything like that that might give you information that you Our, do not have yet. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'd, I'd like to know more about the. So he was discovered with blunt force trauma to the head. There was some wood found in the wound. Yes. Wood what can we find out about the that? weapon? Yeah. Do we have a murder weapon? Do we have any way to find out? Uh, Jessica, do we have either a murder weapon or a murder weapon? Uh, uh, Possibility? Do we have uh, uh, also uh, when the murder occurred of the time of time of death? death? Lab results available. Okay. Splinters cool. in the victim's fatal wound match tree trunks near the lake bed. Okay. Okay. So something around the lake bed was it's just. Used. So it was. It wasn't. Doesn't seem even so like no. the murder weapon wasn't premeditated. It was right was there. It? They yeah. just grabbed it. Using what was around you. Yeah. So uh, since we don't have a murder weapon, we can't look for like fingerprints or anything on it. And do we have an estimated time of death? Jessica, do we have time of death? Searching my database. Okay. This is going to be crucial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time of death is presumed between 3 a.m. and 9 a.m. Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So that's 3 a.m. That's probably very important for you guys to focus on what was happening around that time. Yep. Um, okay. Where is everybody at that point in time? Leo's at work. Leo's at work. Uh, and uh, Gilbert is asleep at his daughter's house and isn't seen until... Well, the daughter cooks in breakfast. No, Leo, 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 Leo is at work, and then Gilbert uh, leaves work. Leaves work at uh, six. Six a.m. Six a.m. Uh, Jim was home between uh, midnight and his doctor's, uh, his appointment, doctor's appointment at eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, he's got that. He's got a doctor's appointment that morning. That morning, he's got a doctor's appointment. And Leo, he does leave work, but he goes to his ex's apartments. I assume his ex is Julia. Mm-hmm. She would be able to substantiate that. So, yeah. That, that, she, that he was there. And Gilbert does have a block between 2.30 and the time that his daughter made him breakfast that he has not accounted for. As right. Well. Ooh. Yeah. And he said it takes him 20 minutes. Was Gilbert the one who estimated it takes 20 minutes to walk? Yeah. Yes. So he would have had to have walked over to the ranch mm-hmm. if he was the one who did But it. he has that whole block of time. He has six, what, six hours? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're at just under eight minutes. Um, <laughs> we haven't touched Leo's evidence or, or talked to him at any point. So at this point, do you guys want to exonerate someone that you feel is uh, pretty clean and move on to Leo? What are your thoughts? Um, I would like to talk to Leo to see what he said okay. to uh, Jim. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. between Gilbert and Jim, who do we think has the most suspicion? Gilbert. Do you think Gilbert is the wife? Gilbert what? Because of his wife? He oh, just no, has you, the... You think you think, you think Oh, exonerated? No, 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 no. He's the one that has the Least time. suspicion. Oh, but least he has suspicion. the time to do it, right? He has, they both have they the both time. Do. They do. Uh, okay. Jim arrived home at midnight and wasn't seen again until his doctor's appointment at 8.30. 8.30 in the morning. Oh, God, yeah. So he can do anything in that amount of time. Why don't we, why don't I would say Gilbert why? has the least, in my opinion. Okay. Jim is stacked just, up against yeah. him. Is everybody in agreement with that? Mm-hmm. Gilbert is the one that we do not think did it the most. Yeah, we have testing available, too, it looks like. Um, yeah, well, there's there's testing you could do to any of the items that I have I have handed out. There's there's yeah. DNA testing, anything like that, if you guys felt like something was suspicious or uh, not checked on. Okay, uh, let's talk to Leo. Okay, yeah. then at this point, Jessica, uh, let's uh, ex- uh, let Gilbert go, um, and uh, let's bring uh, uh, Leo out for some questioning. Thank you, Mr. Foreman. Gilbert has been released. Gosh, six minutes. Uh, so I'm going to go and give you his personal item. Great. Cool. Um, is another uh, nightstand. I love piece. that they all have little like keep safe little boxes. boxes. Yeah. Keep safe boxes. Oh okay. my. Okay. There's a matchbook. Also a boutonniere. They also have, they all have photos. And you have two callers for for Leo that you need to get through in six minutes. Oh god. Okay. This says 
PMS on it. Okay, so All we right. can't talk to no. Leo, but can we're talking we get, to... Can we get Leo on the we, line? Yes. We can talk to Leo and his wife. That's a bunch of kids. Okay, let's talk to Leo. Okay. Yeah. While we're looking Jessica, stuff. we would love to talk to Leo. I'll get Leo on the line. Perfect. Our favorite Christmas. Leo is on the phone. All right, Leo. Hi, Hi Leo. We are uh, we're, we're very sorry to hear about the death of your father. Sorry, we're going to be a little rushed here, but we are pressed for time. Uh, that's, that's all right. I just like to get this over with. Okay, great. Uh, can you tell us what you discussed with Jim in the parking lot of your convenience store uh, the night your father went missing? Uh, well, at first it was just chit-chat, but then he told me about some bad news he'd gotten fairly recently. Mm -hmm. So we, we talked about we talked about that for a while, and uh, he's, he's not... Not doing so well, but you know, hope for the best for him. Did he ask you for any money to help pay for any of his medical treatments? Now Jim's always been straight with me about everything, but he didn't ask Five me for any money. Five minutes remain. Please begin your final deliberation. We understand that you recently learned your father planned to donate his inheritance to a veterans organization. Did you share that information with anyone? <sighs> no. Well, just just my wife, but uh, uh, he's just such a bastard. He just never does anything for his family. Ever. All right, we're gonna, uh, we understand that you were at Julia's apartment both before work and uh, after work. That's right. Um, we're gonna talk to her next. Will she uh, corroborate that? Uh, she should be able to. Uh, I hope so. Right. Anything else for me? Real quick, uh, Leo, are you, do you leave your, the, your work at all during the night, lunch break, or maybe step out for a little bit during your shift? No, everything I need's right there in the shop. You're there the whole time? Yes. Okay. I'm good. All right, good. Yep. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Leo. I am curious why All right. Of them had uh, let's get Julia on the phone, and I will read this out real quick, a statement from Leona. Leo was kicked out of the house at 18 when he was caught dealing drugs. Just he served two years in prison. Leo's mom passed away while he was serving time. Her death was why he got clean. Mason let him work as ranch hand in exchange for living in the trailer. They fought constantly, especially after Leo's divorce to Melinda. Mason didn't like his daughter-in-law. He thought she was lazy. I have Julia on the phone. She Let's, is Leo's estranged wife, there we and go. she sounds like a handful. All right. Thank you for that tidbit, All right. Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Right. Hello. Hello. Uh, Julia, very nice to talk to you. We just have a couple very quick questions. Uh, can you tell us uh, what movie you watched with Leo before he went to work on Wednesday evening? Oh, uh, we watched one of my favorites, Steel Magnolias. Okay. And then he returned to your house at what time uh, the next morning? Oh, he got there around 6.37. Okay. Woke me up. Anything else? So, uh, are you two working through things? Well, we are, but if only he does what I want him to do, which is go stand up to his father, but now that's not gonna happen, so. So where does that leave you? What, what caused you all to split? Well, we were living in that two-room trailer on his father's ranch, and his father had the big house and wouldn't let us live there, which doesn't make any sense at all. And I kept pushing Leo to go talk to his father and see if he could, you know, switch us out, and he just wouldn't do it because he has no backbone. And so I left because I was frustrated and mad at him, and I said, if you're not going to go talk to your father and stand up to him, be a man, then I'm not going to be here anymore living in this shithole. So I left, and, you know, the morning that, you know, he, he came over for breakfast, he finally said he was going to go talk to him. Huh. So he told you he was going to go over to his father's house that morning? Yeah, I mean, we got in a fight about it after we watched the movie again. And then I said, you know, you have to do this if you want to save this marriage or I'm going to leave you. And he came back in the morning and said he 
had a change of heart and he was gonna go talk to him, but. What time did he leave to go talk to him? Uh, probably about like eight-ish. Okay. All right, I think that's it. All right, thank you, Julia. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you. All right, well that, so that leaves him brings, an hour. Leaves him an hour to. Ah! In it in 40 seconds. Okay, so okay. I'm going to be asking for a vote when this counts down, so I need you guys' final deliberations okay. to be happening. Jim right. or Leo, what do we think? So, um, I mean, I'm still thinking Jim. He had, he needed to 90 come up, seconds. He needed to come up with a lot of money very quickly. Uh, he, he had an appointment had, that morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. an appointment yeah. that Decided morning. Was pressing start. issue. Um, so his was, you know, financially motivated act of desperation. Same, um, same with Leo, and it does seem like the murder weapon being on the site is an act of desperation as well. Showing up, a confrontation takes place, something then. If he's happens. a 60-year-old with stage three prostate cancer, is he super healthy? Could he kill someone? Could he bludgeon someone to death? I mean, he, hit someone. he was also the nicest. 60 seconds. Someone said, "Oh my God." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, he just, I just am a sucker for little old men. I just, it's like he see, it seems like so sad that he would murder his brother. Um, so you're not son, leaving father? Jim. But I'm, I'm leaving also Leo because he's also young and he has relationship like relationship for a long time. Lee, Jim always felt overlooked. That's true. Does anyone want to go back to Gilbert? No. We're between Leo and Jim. I just think like Leo was younger. If he had to bludgeon someone to death, he has the physical strength. He had, he had an hour. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> I'm stuck on if you're more likely to kill your brother or your father, you know? Well, here, I mean, who's got the bigger motive? One has uh, treatment, he's facing death. Yeah. The other one is facing divorce, essentially, with yeah. Julia, who sounds lovely. Uh, and she was going to leave him unless they did he did something a handful. to get hit. The money, the money is missing. Yeah. So they death, both have motivation Death or divorce, money. I, think, I think Jim did it. Okay. Please vote now. Okay, so we're going to take final vote. No more deliberation. I just need to go around and find out what you guys are going to be voting for. I do need a unanimous decision. Okay, so, uh, Bernie? Uh, I'm going to vote for Jim. I just, Leo's got his, he's, his timeline is the most rock solid. He only has an hour to go do it. Now, it was a crime of, like, okay. kind of passion, but I'm going to go with Jim. Ashley? I'm gonna go with Jim. I think that he was more desperate in terms of money. I don't think uh, divorcing Julia seems all that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and I just, I don't think, I think that Leo has a strained relationship, but you know, nothing enough, not enough. Okay, Devin? I think I'm, I mean, I'm gonna go Jim too. You know, I'm hung up on either, but if I had to choose, I say Jim over Leo. Jim. Anna? I mean, well, it has to be unanimous. So. Well, does it? Yeah, yeah. he said it has to be unanimous. unanimous. So I'm not gonna. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't. I guess I'll go Jim. I. I <laughs> yeah. So Jim from Hannah. Yeah, Jim from Hannah. I'm so sorry. No. Um, okay, so Jessica, we have convicted Jim of Mason's murder. Please record the conviction and proceed with the sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Counsel and Mr. Foreman. Your decision has been recorded and the penalty phase is now in progress. Completion in five, four, three, two, one. Oh God, I hope he did it. One. Calculating. with this cute old man stuff. Wow. I had man. my doubts, too. And we, and we saved Hannah from a lot. I was going to really be feeling bad if it was the other guy and we now killed Leo the old man. Now Leo might get the money. Yeah. Because Mason couldn't donate it in time. 
Uh, oh, right. We can talk about the money later, but for now, I want to say thank you, Council, <laughs> All right. for your service today. Um, and thank you for watching. We will release a post show for first members where we talk more about the case. We're going to do that right now. Woo. Not a first member, you can start your seven day free trial uh, today at Roosty.com. But for now, this case is now closed. Goodbye. That Julia seems like a real bitch. Um, so you're not leaving father? this gym. But I'm, I'm leaving for also, Leo because he's also young had a strained and he has relationship like, for a long time. Lee, Jim always felt overlooked. That's true. Does anyone you, want to go back to Gilbert? No. We're between Leo and Jim. I just think like Leo was younger. If he had to bludgeon someone to death, he has the physical strength. He had, he had an hour. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> I'm stuck on if you're more likely to kill your brother or your father, you know? Well, here, I mean, he's got the bigger motive. One has uh, treatment. He's facing death. Yeah. The other one is facing divorce, essentially, with yeah. Julia, who sounds lovely. Uh, and she was going to leave him unless they he did, did something to get hit the money. The money is missing. Yeah. So they death, both have motivation to get the divorce, money. Death or divorce, I think, I think Jim did it. Okay. Please vote now. Okay, so we're going to take final vote. No more deliberation. I just need to go around and find out what you guys are going to be voting for. I do need a unanimous decision. Okay, so, uh, Bernie? Uh, I'm going to vote for Jim. I just, Leo's got his, he's, his timeline is the most rock solid. He only has an hour to go do it. Now, it was a crime of, like, okay. kind of passion, but I'm going to go Jim. Ashley? I'm going to go with Jim. I think that he was more desperate in terms of money. I don't think uh, divorcing Julia seems all that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and I just, I don't think, I think that Leo has a strained relationship, but, you know, nothing enough, not enough. Okay. Devin? I think I'm, I mean, I'm going to go Jim too. You know, I'm hung up on either, but if I had to choose, I say Jim over Leo. Jana? I mean, well, it has to be unanimous. So. Well, does it? Yeah, yeah. That, he said it has to be unanimous. So I'm not gonna. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't. I guess I'll go Jim. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. So Jim from Hannah. Yeah, Jim from Hannah. I'm so sorry. No. Um, okay, so Jessica, we have convicted Jim of Mason's murder. Please record the conviction and proceed with the sentence. Ay, ay, ay. Thank you, Counsel and Mr. Foreman. Your decision has been recorded and the penalty phase is now in progress. Completion in five, four, no. three, two, oh God, I hope he did it. one. Calculating. with this oh. cute old man stuff. Wow. I had man. my doubts, too. And, we, right and we saved Hannah from a lot I was going to really be feeling bad if it was the other guy and we now killed Leo the old man. Now Leo might get the money. Yeah. Because Mason couldn't donate it in time.
Uh, All right. We can talk about money later, but for now, I want to say thank you, Council, <laughs> All right. for your service today. Um, and thank you for watching. We will release a post show for first members where we talk more about the case. We're going to do that right now. Woo. Not a first member, you can start your seven day oh. free trial uh, today at Rusi.com. But for now, this case is now closed. Goodbye. Julia seems like a real bitch.